Hello, and welcome to the Kayla Ambrose Show. I'm your host and your travel guide to the other side, Kayla Ambrose. Find out more about me on my website, exploreyourspirit.com, where I have books and online classes, a new one starting up here in May uh, about the Akashic Records. It's going to be live with me if you're interested, and lots of classes you can take on self-study at your own pace. Sign up for my free newsletter there so we can stay in touch. You never know with social media and the way things get shut down, if we'll still be able to stay connected that way. So sign up for the newsletter where we have each other's emails. We can always stay in touch with each other that way. You'll find out about upcoming books and classes and work and podcasts and everything that I do. Some of you know me as an astrologer. Some of you know me as a psychic. Some of you know me... <clears throat> as a wisdom teacher in the courses that I share, teaching from the ancient esoteric wisdom teachings. Some of you know me as an intuitive interior designer. Some of you know me as an intuitive lifestyle coach. I work with lots of entrepreneurs, uh, other people, businesses, helping them grow by seeing future trends and talking about what's to come for them and for you. I share it globally, things that are happening with the world, uh, and personally, one-on-one -on -one with people in private sessions where we talk about all the changes that are coming for you directly. I use this part through psychic ability, astrological interpretations, and the other information that I receive. So if you're looking for a consultation or to study with me or for coaching, everything's at exploreyourspirit.com. All right, getting on to the podcast. Today, I want to talk about fear. There's an old teaching that there's only two true emotions, fear and love. And all the other emotions we have are side effects of whether we're in fear or whether we're in love. And when you break it down, you can see those are the roots. That's why we make choices. And we're responding to those out of that fear that we don't have something or we'll never have something or lack of something or something's being taken away. Something's outside of our control. Fear is limited. It is holding too tightly. It is resisting change, resisting growth, resisting evolution. It's resisting everything, not wanting anything to be different or to change. Love is open, open to interpretation, open to discovering more, open to receiving, open to giving, open to share. So you can see where when we're in fear, we're tight. Our body is tightened up. We're in stress mode. Uh, our hands are clenched. We're scared. And everything about us is smaller and tight. And when we come from love, we're open. We're receptive. We're, our energy is flowing. It's not tight. It's loose and relaxed. The energy is expanding and growing. And we have so much more to give and to share. And we choose every day which way we're going to live. We can always look to blame other scenarios or people, places, things, circumstances. But truly, that is not what's causing our fear or our capability to love. As the wisdom teachings share, we are in control of our emotions. And we choose on a daily basis if we're going to live in fear or in love. Now, we're human, and we're going through a human experience. We are, as they say, a soul having a temporary human experience. And, of course, it's natural to feel fear. 
Some fear is important. It keeps us safe, keeps us uh, out of true danger. But a lot of fear is resistance of change and growth, which is not helpful because we are down here to experience things, to learn, to have new situations, new relationships, new opportunities, and new challenges to come our way. This helps us grow, learn, expand, and in some ways create a new normal. Now, this has been challenging enough in the normal world. Going back in time, how the world worked, we all had to deal with fears, we always have. But now, in this current incarnation that we're all in, moving from the age of Pisces into Aquarius, that's a big deal. But as well, moving into fourth dimension, the dimension of time, having time speed up like it is now, it is having an effect on us of time moving quicker and faster than ever before. This is why it feels like the days, weeks, months, years are flying by. We are rapidly moving out of fourth dimension into fifth dimension. And so it's like we're a string that's being pulled and squeezed through a tiny hole. And as it's squeezing us, it's making everything happen really, really fast. Uh, I'm trying to think of a great visual. So we're living and we've been living in this third dimension where we're kind of like a big stretchy ball. And now we're going to go through fourth dimension of time so that we can expand on the other side into fifth dimension. And the only way to get through is there's this big wall and there's a tiny little hole. And so something has grabbed a small part of us that's a stretchy ball and is stretching this tiny little bit of us through this hole, through the wall, onto the other side. So this big stretchy ball is being compressed into this really squeezed tight one little piece of us that's pulled apart from the stretchy ball and it's pulling harder and harder and so we're this big stretchy ball and a little bit of us is being compressed a, a little inch at a time to be pulled through this wall and we're just like oh my gosh what is happening it's so tight it's so this hurts what's going on and something on the other side is still pulling and as it pulls us through we're about halfway through and we start to feel really stuck like half of me is on one side and I don't know what's happening over there the part of me that I am aware here in third dimension is very uncomfortable very scared this is painful I don't know what's going to happen on the other side I can't even feel that part of myself anymore and all we're aware of is the pain and concern and fear that we're feeling at the moment from being stretched through this hole and wondering what's going to happen to our body if it's going to maintain and hold on to the feeling it has as it's continued to be stretched beyond what we thought we were possible of, beyond our capabilities. And that's where we are in fourth dimension right now, is we are about halfway through it. So time is really compressing and squeezing us. And it's making us go through a lot of questions of who are we? Why are we here? What's happening? And as more of us continues to get pulled through that hole, the part that's left, everything's getting jumbled together. We're thinking about old scenarios, old stories, old memories, things from our past are popping up, and they're intermingling with stuff that's going on today. 
we're all over the place and we're being compressed and pulled. And so eventually the rest of ourselves at the stretchy ball will get pulled through that hole a tiny inch at a time. And we will emerge over on the fifth dimension where we're going to expand and be in a totally different shape and size and experience than anything that we understood as a stretchy ball here in third dimension. But we've got to make it through the squeeze first. So that's exacerbating all of our fears and our worries and everything's changing. And if you're like most of the people here on the planet Earth right now, something in your life has really changed. And if you really want to put it to right now, though, it happens anytime you're listening to this podcast. But for when this podcast is being recorded today, we're in the midst of two eclipses. And of course, eclipses, you know, are harbingers of big changes and bringing this even more home to remind us of what's going on right now. So eclipses affect us very spiritually because they bring change. And as most humans, we don't like change. And that's why eclipses are so powerful because they often bring major life events that we remember for a very long time. They're usually unexpected and they're usually something you couldn't plan for. So it's something big that changes your life forever. Forever. You know, we like to look at things as positive and negative, right? That's how we kind of understand things as humans. So eclipses can bring you the most positive, happy, exciting moment of your life. Or they can bring the most devastating, heartbreaking, grief-filled moments of your life. So depending, again, on where it's at in your chart, and you would need a, to have your chart done to see where it's affecting you. But a happy thing could be a marriage proposal out of the blue or meeting, you know, the love of your life or getting a, a great job offer, all kinds of exciting things, winning a big award, something, you know, amazing like that happening, getting pregnant, right? When you weren't expecting, it's always unexpected, a new job offer that you weren't expecting. And sometimes it brings a tough moment. It might be getting let go from a job or getting a divorce or possibly someone leaving your life through a breakup or through someone passing over to the other side. It's always a surprise. It's, it's a little shocking. Eclipses mean that something ends and something else begins. And even that can be a good thing. Like if you just got proposed to during an eclipse, you're about to get married, that can be the happiest moment of your life. But it is also an ending. It's the ending of you and your experience as a single person and starting the beginning of being a married person. So the eclipses are here always to help us grow and help us evolve. And we can do this any day, all day. We can do this on our own. But eclipses kind of force us to do it a little more quickly and strong. Usually when it's a solar eclipse, it's a little more action-oriented and where a big change happens like that, maybe at work or, or something in that way, where lunar eclipse is usually more emotional and where we really get into the emotions of why something happened. The thing that eclipses really teach us is life is unfolding as it should through the universe and that change is going to come. The only constant in life is change. So eclipses bring that a little stronger. And the best way is to ride it out. 
to learn to surf those waves, to learn to go with the flow. So if you want to consult your natal chart, that's going to tell you where the change is coming in your life in the eclipse. And you really need to have a full personalized chart done, not just your sun sign and looking in, in that area. Eclipses come into different astrological signs and they stay there for almost two years. I'm more than fully aware of this. Uh, being a Capricorn, they were not too long ago in my chart for two years and that was rough. They put me through the ringer and tested me hard uh, and I'm glad to be on the other side of that now. So it's really good to look at your astrological chart to see who it's affecting the most and what cycle you're in because it'll give you some ideas of why things are happening to you so much. Now an eclipse, the impact of it it's usually about six months time. So you may feel them before they start, usually maybe a month before. Um, and you may feel them a little bit afterwards. It's not just right on the dime. But the eclipses will show you what is going to come for you in the time to be. So you want to really pay attention what happens around that time. Because it's going to show you what you need to pay attention to. Maybe it's your health. Maybe it's a job. Something going on with your relationship. You really want to pay attention for the days before and the days after the eclipse to see what's coming for you. So I'm going to give you a very personal example. A couple of years back during my challenges with the eclipses and other important astrological impacts in my chart, the focus in my chart was on health. So I began to have some health challenges and... Two years ago, I was in the hospital and having surgery and undergoing a big health challenge. And it happened right around this time in the spring. Now, those of you that know me and have been following things, you'll know a few years back from that is when I lost my husband and became a widow right here in the same time in the spring. So this time of year in the spring is very challenging for me. I have the grief and trauma of losing my husband at this time in the spring. And then I also now have the grief and trauma of going into the hospital and having surgeries very unexpectedly two years ago. So here I am two years out from that and my body started to show some signs that were similar to the health problem I faced two years ago. So went to the doctor they tried some things that wasn't quite working. Ended up, they decided this weekend to send me to the hospital to have it checked out. So here I am going back to the hospital like I did two years ago, wondering and facing my fear. Am I going to be walking into that hospital and going through the exact same thing that happened before? Am I about to go through surgery again? It's all this that I've worked so hard to recover and get through is it all about to start again and so of course there's a lot of fear with that right the unknown what's going to happen will I be okay and so I prepared myself for that after speaking with my doctor prepared to go to the hospital and return to face whatever was going to happen now there's interesting research done on the body and you know if you've read my aura book that every seven years our body replaces all of the cells in the body and we can almost begin anew. I've been in a seven-year cycle 
And in December of this year, at my birthday, I will be in a brand new seven-year cycle. So over the past seven years, I've had a lot of a lot of trauma, a lot of very challenging things happen, including the loss of my husband and then my severe health challenges. And I'm looking very forward to December and that new birth date where I'm going to reset myself from the cellular level and let go of all of that trauma and energy and emotions and rebuild my cells for a whole new seven-year cycle of making myself clear from the inside out, from the cells all the way through into the aura of clearing a lot of that trauma and pain and grief and loss. So in the meantime, though, unless you work at this consciously and you do these type of things, you continue to hold that energy, the emotions, all of that gets imprinted into the body and the body holds the trauma. And just like the eclipses bring surprises out of the blue, my husband died very suddenly without any warning of his health situation. Um, and so it was very surprising, shocking out of the blue. And then my health problem was similar and went from a very, look like an inconsequential small little thing into ballooning up into something major out of the blue. So here I am living those eclipses in the most frightening way possible. None of those shocking things are happy or exciting for any of us, whether it's the end of a relationship or a job or anything, but your health and potentially losing your life is is a big one. A lot of the research shows that your body holds trauma. And so whenever you've had a trauma like that, the date of when it comes back around, the body actually tries to create almost the experience again within the body. Now, some of you may want to look into this if you know someone who's had something happen to them with uh, a damage to the body. When I was looking into this research, it would show people that, say, had heart attacks. They may start to have, I'm not sure, with the heart, like palpitations or the heart beating a little faster, things like that, around the time, the same time of year and month and date that they first had their heart problem. Um, No matter what it is, they have these things that the body tries to replicate in some way because it's still holding on to that energy. So my body was trying to replicate on me and show some patterns of things like what had happened to me two years ago. And this may be the case in a lot of situations like that where it's almost like a an imprint, like a ghostly imprint of the trauma that happened and it's coming back again. And I studied to become a certified grief educator with David Kessler, who's wonderful. He worked with Louise Hay and wrote some books with her. And most impressively, he worked with Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, who was known for defining the stages of grief. And he and she worked together and wrote books together And he taught a certified grief educator course that uh, I took to help people going through grief. And I learned so many things through this course. One of the things that really made an impact on me is looking at the years as you go through grief, how it changes and moves. And in the first year, you're usually very numb. Your mind kind of, I think, leaves your body a little bit to protect it to protect it from just completely falling apart, allowing just enough to go just to keep you functional. 
and you're very numb your first year going through the motions after a big traumatic loss happens in your life. And so the first year, your body may not even respond to health issues or things like that because you're kind of numb all year. It's not really doing well at any time. But the second year, you kind of drop back into your body and you realize this is going to be your new normal, that you're going to live this way with this loss, whether it was health-related or a loved one passing or a divorce or a loss of any type, that this is now your new normal. And so your body is still now holding on to those that energy imprint of what happened. And as the time of when it happened comes near each year, it's going to bring up more of that energy vibration and cause some concern and, and uh, worries there. And so astrologically, I believe that eclipses do this very similar. They cause kind of a little bit of a ripple of a trauma within us to create that change. The eclipses kind of shake up things globally and cause that little ripple effect. So we all then have to experience those changes at some level. And so this is how the universe does it at that as above, so below. Sometimes it happens to us directly and sometimes the eclipses kind of roll through and bring that energy when it's time for us to face things or to change. So the eclipses give us a really powerful opportunity to recognize that and to face our fears. Instead of being scared of what the eclipse is going to bring, it gives us the chance to rise above that, to accept that change comes, both good and bad, and both are necessary for the path we're on and to grow as a person and to evolve. So pay attention to what's happening around you at this time because it's giving you a hint of what may be coming for you. And like I said, it's up to a month before of what's been going on. So I had health challenges two years ago. I see these health challenges come back in a lesser way, but still coming back, playing themselves back out. So my clips will be reminding me of that for the next six months to watch my health, to see and stay on top of that and make sure that things are well. I understand that part of it is my body just playing this out from the experience that I had two years ago when the eclipses were in my chart astrologically. And the body's still playing that out and it's still shaking it out. It's doing everything it needs to do within the body to make sure that everything is going to work right again and to make the body as strong as it can be. And so by doing that, it may jar some things and shake some things up. And that's because it's trying to self-heal and self-correct and put my body on the best plan it can be on and on the best path. So no matter what's happening to you, whatever's being shaken in your eclipse chart, relationships, jobs, health, whatever it is, that's happening for a reason, to put you on your best path, to shake loose the things that have just been clinging on to you but aren't serving you anymore, that aren't doing well. So make note of what's been happening to you in the past month and on through this next month through the eclipses and see what signs keep popping up 
And those are the ones you're supposed to be paying attention to and changing. Everything is designed to be helpful. We call it negative because it makes us uncomfortable or scared or it's a big change. But everything is truly designed to help us grow. And sometimes we need those little pushes to not stay in a comfort zone, to not stay uh, in the same path, to not stay just doing the same thing over and over. We have to try new things and to do new things to get different results. So it's important to remember there's only fear and love and we make the choice to live in one or the other. And each time we face our fears and move through them, we become stronger. We become aware of what we're truly capable of, what we can handle, and it's probably more than we thought we could. We have a tendency to try to talk ourselves into saying, this is all I can do. This is as much as I can take. I can't bear anymore. But the truth is, we can break down. We can cry. We can be scared. But we can get back up and be stronger. We can get back up and do just a little bit more, even the tiniest amount, if it's a little bit more. It's similar to working out. When you go and first time to work out and you can barely stretch or move and get through anything. But as the muscles continue to, to get stretched and worked on, you find the next time you can do a little bit more and a little bit more. And then some things become comfortable and you can go further. And it's the same thing astrologically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. We're here to grow and to evolve and to continue to stretch ourselves, even if it's a tiny bit at a time, to see what all that we can handle and do. For me, I faced a big fear. And when the doctor said, I need you to go to the hospital and have some more tests done to see what's really going on, it put me right back into that memory of two years ago and what that meant. And as I went to the hospital, I thought, hmm, I wonder if I'll get admitted and this is starting all over again. But this time it didn't. They ran the tests and the tests were good. And it was like a weird deja vu moment. <laughs> Except this time I went home and I'm here talking to you instead. So do I feel stronger? Yes. Do I feel relieved? Of course. But more than anything, I am just grateful. I'm grateful that my body's doing the best it can. I'm grateful that I had the strength to face all of that and to go through it and to come through on the other side. And I feel stronger for having done so and for having had the experience as well. And we never really know what we're capable of until we're put to the test. And one thing my students and clients know about me, where they've studied for me in the mystery school teachings for years now, or had private coaching with me, worked with me on things, is I am a teacher who walks my talk. Just about anything anyone's gone through, I've gone through in some way as well, and walked through it and shown how to get through to the other side. My life has not been an easy one. There have been many tests and many challenges, and I've risen above each time and moved on and moved forward. I don't ever stay in victim mode or stuck. I continue to rise to the occasion and move forward. And this is why I love to teach, because I love to show other people how no matter what befalls you, there's a way to move through 
and move forward and to learn from it and to take the wisdom from the experience and leave the rest behind and go on to grow and evolve even further. This is what I love to do to show people how to work through those experiences and turn them into wisdom. If that feels like something you want to do, check out my website, exploreyourspirit.com. Come study with me, take a class. You might like Nine Life Altering Lessons and Wisdom School with my book there. You might like a private session with me to talk about what's going on with you. I help entrepreneurs and people and companies. I see future trends. I show you where to go to live your best life. This is what I do. It's why I'm down here on earth doing this thing. And just remember, when it feels tough, you're being squeezed. You're that big, big round ball, and you're being squeezed that little hole, a little piece at a time. We're all in this together. We're all being squeezed through this wall of time and until we get to the other side on the fifth dimension. So that's what's happening right now. If it feels funny to you, if you're having weird vibrational feelings, different things physically, mentally, emotionally, every which way, we are being tested on every dimension right now of who we are. And I'll be talking about this in my upcoming class, The Akashic Records, not just your past lives, but I'm going to be talking about what's happening to you presently right now and what's happening to the Akashic Records and how they're changing and how the future of the Akashic Records are changing, how you can delve into your future by looking into your Akashic Records and where all of that is going, including the multiple lives we're living at this time right now in multiverses and how those are starting to collapse in on each other and go all into our higher self, bringing that wisdom for all of us to delve into further. That's where we're going. We are on an incredible journey. And sometimes we still have to deal with the human part of it that wants to break down on all our different levels. And we just keep doing what we do and pick up and go again. So I'm wishing you all the best. Ride well through these eclipses. Keep the light around you. Remember that you're a light worker, a light warrior, and that you're here for a very specific purpose. And we're all in this together. You're not alone. Take care.